all we really have is today. We're not guaranteed another day. We're not guaranteed any certain number of days. And when I think sometimes when we forget that, that's when we slip into the routine. That's when we're like, well, you know, if I don't tell somebody this today, I'll tell them tomorrow. If I don't do this today, I'll get to it tomorrow. Um, Every single moment is precious. So why would two guys leave comfortable jobs, move across the country and start a business in an industry they don't know, a place they don't know, and could it be successful? We're Dale and Brian Carmi. Join us as we share our story and inspire you to become people of impact. Welcome to the Impact Without Limits podcast. Welcome back to the Impact Without Limits podcast. I am Brian Carmi here with a special episode and Dale Carmi. So here <laughs> here with the Dale episode Carmi. and Dale. Let's try. Should we try that again? No, let's roll. All right. We are live. But we do have audience. a special episode. We do something different at the end of every month. We have some type of special episode. And this one is a, a little extra special for us. Um, yeah, For some of you that... It, new to listening to the podcast, you, you might not know, but there's an outro at the end um, that is actually our father speaking. Mm-hmm. And he has a, a saying there, uh, faith looks up, hope, hope looks, looks out, out, love, love looks, looks all, all around, around to see whom it can help. help. And <clears throat> that actually was taken from a radio show that he had. So in essence, dad was doing podcasting before podcasts were a thing. It was it was uh, about a seven minute little episode he'd do weekly on the radio. Yeah. And so I knew that as a kid, I don't even know if, if you, how much you remember that, Brian, but we had the opportunity. Um, I think a year ago we found going through some boxes and we found these old reel tapes and we thought, Oh my goodness, this might be from the radio show. And we sent it out and got them digitized and it came back and we found, um, we had video that we found that was captured with the old, Eight millimeter um, cameras, and then we found some audio, and and you actually got it on your computer and said, man, we have, I think it was eight or nine episodes of my dad's radio show. He did a lot more than that, but that was what was on the reel we found. So we thought it would be fun. We have a special episode here, but I think we're going to do that, a theme throughout the year. It might not be every special episode, but we'll probably have at least four or five of these this year where we're going to play um, the radio show that my dad did. We'll call it his podcast, which is going to be anywhere from four to seven or eight minutes. And then we're going to break it down. We're going to come back and, and talk about it and, and see what we can pull out of um, my dad's thoughts, my dad's comments, what have you. And and this is, this is really neat for me. It's really neat for us because he was obviously our father, such a big impact in our life. Um, but some of these we never heard, right? Right. Uh, 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 probably none of them you ever heard. I remember that they existed. I remember hearing him on the radio, but I was younger and don't remember any of the content. And I mean, to hear uh, his voice after 25 years, right? 25 years hadn't heard his voice at all. To hear it was amazing in and of itself. Yeah. But then to be able to like listen to his thoughts and and meaningful content that he's sharing um, 
and and really for no reason other than to try to make an impact, right? I mean, he didn't get paid for this. He wasn't paid. He didn't use it as an advertisement to try and build a brand or to sell a product. He did it just because he wanted to make the world a little better place. And how amazing uh, it is to to listen to that. So right now we're going to go ahead and play an episode from, we call it Moments with Fred. I don't remember if that was the name of the radio show or if that's a name I threw. I don't know. But Moments with Fred, uh, this is the episode called Thoughts on Spring. It's a, it's about five minutes. We'll be right back. Take a listen. Good morning and welcome back. I'm thankful to be back with you all. This morning, I would like to share with you some of my ideas about the spring. Let me begin by saying that whether you are 9, 19, or 90, you are never too young or too old to discover and to enjoy the vast world of beauty within and around you. One of the most beautiful seasons of the year is bursting upon us with its beautiful colors and hope. We all need hope in our lives so that the goals we have set can be reached and the promises we have made can be fulfilled, and the examples we have set can be followed. Each one of us can also be an important part of a world which, with God's guidance and man's dignity and determination, is destined to become better. Look at the ground that has been frozen, at the seeds that lay dry in the soil, at the dull, lifeless box of the trees, at the bulbs of the daffodils, the hyacinths, the tulips, and the many others that have opened and will soon open to brighten our life, to add scent to the air we breathe, and to beautify God's creation for our enjoyment. Everything is so beautiful, so clean, so fresh, and most importantly, so promising that God's hand has been upon us during the winter season. Think of the mathematical exactness of the movements of the heavenly bodies, and how God's hand has kept us safely as we traveled billions of miles in space during the winter season, in spite of our unworthiness. The spring is the season of promise and also the time of year when all nature, including human beings, awaken to the new and beautiful life, full of gaiety and splendor, full of colors and tunes, full of fragrance and warmness. It is the time to forget about ordering more fuel and buying warmer clothes for a while. It is the time to seed and to plant. It is the time to be awakened by the birds' chorus of a purest melody, their way of thanking God for keeping them during the winter season. They put us to shame indeed. How often we forget to say thank you, God, for the gift of life so precious and for the gift of another day and another opportunity. Columbus discovered America in 1492, but most of us fail to discover the beauty of time and of God's creation all around us. Most of us walk through each day in a straight line, following a pattern from morning to evening, seeing only necessary things. The spring season is the time to enjoy the sunshine during the day and the blue starry skies at night, and in between to plan for activities, other activities of life. 
Don't you think the spring is God's yearly reminder of his promise of life everlasting? Life is the it, life to most of us becomes routine. We live, eat, sleep, work and do many other activities as if we are going to live forever. This brings me to the true conclusion that life is one of four things: a journey, a battle, a pilgrimage, or a race. Select your own metaphor, but the necessity of finishing is all the same. If then life is a journey, it must be completed. If life is a battle, it must be finished. If life is a pilgrimage, it must be concluded. If life is is a race, it must be won. W O N. And as Carlyle puts it, one life, a little gleam of time between two eternities, no second chance forever. This is the Fred Cormion moment with Fred on WBVP radio station, asking you to tune in next Wednesday. and reminding you that faith looks up hope looks ahead and love looks all around to see whom it can help good day all right so uh man that's great i i hope uh, and i know it doesn't mean the same to you guys as it does to us but i hope you enjoyed that it, it it's been such a joy for me to listen to that and i've I think i've listened to this now probably easily half dozen times or more. So we're we're going to go through and, and make some comments and I'm going to start some of the notes I had and Brian you already talked about it. I just <clears throat> how cool that our dad was doing a podcast. And this is like back in the early 70s. Um, it was early 80s. Oh, this was early this 80s. Was early he 80s. did this yeah. one. Okay. Still that was before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um so um and and you hit it already. the only purpose of him doing this was to speak life into others. He didn't get paid for it. It took time. He had to create it. He had to go down to the radio station to record it and do it. This was um I'd call it a labor of love and um how cool is that? Talk about being a person of impact that puts you right there. So, I don't know. I know you have some notes that are different than my notes. Um the first uh, I'll take the first shot and I'll yep. kick over to you. The first thing that jumped out to me was his comment he said discover and enjoy the beauty that is around you and what i'd say what what i took out of that is be aware right be cognizant realize what's around us we have so much to be thankful for and yes there are challenges in life and yes there are hard times in life we know that we've talked about that but there is so much good around us and spring is an amazing time to see that and to remember that you know God makes all things new uh that that just really struck me and and, and I love it I, i think that's pretty neat yeah and it, he talked about just spring and the newness and the hope and you know we think about springtime and you know one of the the other things that happens in spring for us every year is easter right and we celebrate newness of life and uh rebirth and and you know it's just amazing how those those things coincide and you know i i love the way he framed the idea of hope one of the things i loved actually it made me think of ronald reagan who talked about it's morning in america and you know he talked about the hope and the newness and you know it's springtime uh and it's so i i just kind of you know it's it's springtime in america springtime at foreverland i just loved that that thought 
Yeah. So the, the hope really jumped out at me too, Brian. And I, and I took the line. He said, we all need hope in our lives. So goals can be reached and promises we have made can be fulfilled. And our last episode, we were talking about hope with Placidus man. And if you're new to this, this is your first one, you can go back and listen to that. But <clears throat> I think we often underestimate or maybe even forget about hope and the value of it, hope in our lives and the chance we have to speak hope into others. And there is power in hoping, there's power in believing uh, in ourselves, in people around us, and uh, also in God. So that I, I thought that was great. Yeah. And the, the next thing I had down was, <clears throat> I think something that you have as well, but it was the quote he, he had. I mean, th- this is a, this is a guy that, I mean, you wouldn't look at him on the outside and say he had everything going for him, right? And in, in hindsight, he had challenges with, you know, difficulties with properties he owned and, and, you know, finances and, and different challenges. But he talked about the, the, the feeling that, things were getting better. Right. And even living in a time where he was frustrated with, you know, he was a teacher, right. He ended up quitting teaching because he didn't like the direction of the, the, the school system and the kids that didn't really enjoy or appreciate the education. But the quote that, that I had highlighted was with God's guidance and man's dignity and determination, the world is destined to be a better place. And I might've missed the, the end of that, but the, the idea that the world is getting better, Right, that God, God's direction and guidance and our ability—I mean, it is so easy to look at the world around us and be negative. Yes. And I find myself at times doing that, and to hear Him uh, reminding me that 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 shouldn't be our attitude. Our, our attitude should be that the world is improving, is getting better, and how can we help do that? And I know there are things that feel like maybe they are, are taking a step backwards, or, or you know, you're losing the battle on some front. But overall. If you have the perspective that things are, are are able to improve and they are getting better, and, and more importantly, that we can have an impact on that with God's guidance, I just felt like that was a, a tremendous reminder for me. Yeah, I had that same one marked down, <clears throat> Brian, and we're living in shattered times. We're living with uh, divided times, divided people, divided ideals. Um, my takeaway is that's what man alone creates. If you look at the quote, it was, with God's guidance in man's dignity and determination. And I think what we're missing is the first part of that equation, God's guidance. And left to our own, we're going to spiral downward, but you're right. Hope springs eternal. And there, there is uh, so much opportunity for this world to become and for us to make it a better place. So the next one I had, um, he said, think of what God does for us in spite of our unworthiness. To me, that's a powerful comment question is, will we offer the same? Do we extend gestures of kindness? Do we take actions to bring hope to people who are unworthy? It's easy to bring people to hope to people who are worthy, but he said, in spite of our unworthiness, um, or do we go with the mentality, uh, I'm just going to treat them the way they treated me. Uh, and I think we need to be like God here and do um, amazing things, even for people that, that we might consider unworthy. And he talked about, you know, just some of the things that happen in spring where you have the the scent of the flowers and the birds chirping and all these things that it's easy to just take for granted and to miss. Um, but things that we should be thankful for and appreciative of and and even just take time to notice. 
Yeah, yeah, the old saying, stop and smell the roses. Or is it stop and smell the roses or stop and smell the flowers? Roses you smell roses? Yeah. You can smell roses because it is a flower. <laughs> but, you, but we don't always do that. And, and sometimes even that thought, I always think, you know, yeah, you stop and smell the, but that's almost like, I don't know. I, you don't even have to stop, right? I mean, but you, you just take take a moment to appreciate what's around you and uh, the gift that God's given us in the newness of spring. Yeah. And, and I think one of the things that made that so powerful, Brian, is we know where dad came from. Um, he sacrificed his family for opportunity. Um, you know, he, he left everything behind and came to America. Uh, he, he wanted to pursue education both in his, you know, original country in Syria, but then when he came here, and so he had a mindset of that appreciativeness of that thankfulness. And so he really noticed those things. We can sometimes buzz right by it, but I, I think you drilled it with that. Um, it's a simple one. Don't forget to say thank you. Right. Let's just, uh, let's, let's re- remember to be thankful for all those things we've been given. I, I like that spring is a reminder it's God's reminder of life everlasting. And, you know, again, we're Christian men, so we're going to touch on this. We don't mean to be to have, a, you know, this isn't a sermon or anything, but this is our life. And um, you, you mentioned about Easter earlier being yep. part of spring. It's that, it's that rebirth. It's all things new. And um, so as spring is coming on us, and it'll be here shortly, look around and see the 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 green sprouts coming up out of the ground that turn into flowers, the buds coming on the trees, the, the birds starting to sing and all that stuff. He talked about it. Just watch it and, and, and think of the symbolism of what, what's there. And he talked about, you know, it's often that life can become routine. Oh my goodness. Is that not? And it is incredibly true. And, and he talked about, I think to me, the the thing that, that struck me is, and I don't remember exactly how he said it, but he said something effective, life becomes routine and we go on like we're going to live forever. And the thing that struck me on this, and this one's very personal, but dad passed away w- within six years of making those comments. Um, you know, just looking at the, the timing of this show from some of the other notes. Um, and here he was, he thought he was perfectly healthy. You know, he had no idea that at the time he was, and maybe he wasn't yet, but he would battle cancer. Um, but my goodness, the, it is so easy to just live our daily lives in this routine, this busyness, this churning. Um, and it, it becomes uh, just a, a And in that, you lose the appreciation and you feel like you're going to live forever and you don't realize how valuable every day is. And so to hear him say that and understand the context um, of how precious his days were um, just, it was very yeah, impactful that, for me. <clears throat> that's a big one. Obviously that, that cuts deep for me as well. And we can't fall into that trap. We don't want to take it for granted. Anyone who's lost, lost a loved one, especially someone that has died before their time, so to speak, meaning died younger. Um, anybody that's been through that understands that all we really have is today. We're not guaranteed another day. We're not guaranteed any certain number of days. And when I think sometimes when we forget that, that's when we slip into the routine. That's when we're like, well, you know, if I don't tell somebody this today, I'll tell them tomorrow. If I don't do this today, I'll get to it tomorrow. Um, Every single moment is precious. 
right? We lost our dad at age 59. You were 11 when that happened. Yep. I lost my daughter at age 20. Um, you never expect that's going to happen. And coming out of those moments, you kind of get struck with the um, brevity of life. And don't waste life on just mindless routine. Take everything serious. Every, and I don't mean serious like not having fun, but every moment is precious. Absolutely. And then, you know, dad kind of wrapped it up with his um, vision of, you know, four different, uh, I guess, metaphors for life. Um, the journey, the battle, the pil- pilgrimage, and the race, uh, which I, I thought were interesting uh, metaphors. And, you know, you want to talk through kind of how you heard each of those or what those meant to you? Yeah. And, and I don't know. Uh, I, I think it's a perspective. The way I took it is not like you're taking your pick. You're one of these, but how do you want to view it? And, you know, he said, if it's a journey, you need to complete it. If it's a battle, it needs to be finished. Pilgrimage needs to be completed. I might've written that wrong. I don't know if they're both in a race needs to be won. Um, what's the message there? Finish what you start. Finish what you start. We just talked about that last week. We talked about Placidus, man. We talked about that hope about keep working. Purpose will drive you. And what I took out of that, Brian, isn't so much is it this one or that one or whatever it is. What is your purpose? What brings value? What are you in the heat of that you need to complete? Whether it's your journey, whether you call it your battle, whether you call it your pilgrimage, call it your race. What do you need to finish? And do you understand the purpose behind it? Yeah. And I, you know, you, you look at any good storyline, any good movie, any good book, you have a plot line that runs through it. And that doesn't mean there's no obstacles in every one of those things. There's a challenge. There's something you've got to work through, but it's not just, you know, getting past those obstacles, but it's, it's living life through those and understanding that it's going to continue. There's always arcs to the storyline. There's always unexpected twists and changes, um, sometimes we don't like them, but that's what makes life life. Yeah. And the interesting thing is you said that Brian is when is the journey complete? We don't know. I mean, it's on this earth. It's going to be when we breathe that last right. breath. So it's almost like our task is never ending and it's, it's ongoing. We, we don't just arrive, right. but we're always in that pursuit. And he also had, Right at the end of comment, he said, and I forget who he quoted. He was quoting somebody else, but he said, life is a moment between two eternities, past and future. And with, if you think about that, uh, right, our lives are minute. Um, we're a dot on a line of eternity past and e- eternity future. Um, how can you make purpose out of such a small dot and such a big scheme? And again, I come back to hope and I come back to hope in something bigger than us, something larger than just our life, larger than just that dot on the line. And, and that comes back for me to our faith in God, in Christ. And, um, so even the smallest dot on a line of eternity can make a difference. Yeah. Just, a a powerful reminder. And, and again, uh, for us, I know this is extra special because we get to hear, um, our dad that we haven't 
heard in, in, in so long, but hopefully all of you enjoyed uh, the moment with Fred and, uh, you know, he has a little bit of an accent in there and it's not, you know, the same high quality recording that we get today, but hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look at that, probably do a few more from mm-hmm. time to time, but, um, yeah, if you enjoyed this, uh, we'd love to hear back from you and love to hear some feedback. Uh, you can email us at podcast at forever line. You can, um, you know, leave a message on social media. Um, let us know what you thought. We'd, we'd love to hear. Yeah, from you. Give a, give a shout out for Fred. Um, but it was, it was interesting, Brian, as, as we're closing up what I just want to say is about his voice. When I, when we heard it, my kids are like, is that, is that what he really sounded like? And my first answer was no, it didn't sound, it didn't sound like him. And I, and I think there's something to a lower quality sure. recording. You get a little bit of that mechanical or, or metallic sound to it and all that. But the more I hear it and the more I listen, I'm like, yeah, that's really him. It's just yeah. that I hadn't heard him since 1987 yep. and how just how cool it is to go through it. So yeah, it wasn't uh, exactly what he sounded like, but it, it's, pretty it's, pretty, it's pretty close. So guys, thank you for tuning in. I uh, hope you have an amazing week. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and um, you know, go out and be people of impact. God bless. This is the Fred Carmi reminding you that faith looks up, hope looks ahead, and love looks all around to see whom it can help. Good day.